Wildcat fans, and welcome to the November edition of Ask the AD with Weber State Athletic Director Tim Crompton. I'm Paul Gruen, Director of Athletic Communications, and joined by Steve Clocky, the voice of the Wildcats. And Tim, we're into November, and the good news is we have games this month. We have a schedules. Uh, lots of schedules are coming out now. We're going to get into all that, and the men's and women's basketball teams will kick things off here in just a couple of weeks uh, at the end of November. Uh, after all that you've been through it since March, when everything's been shut down, it's got to feel good that we have events actually happening. Well, first, let me say thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to, to see the two of you um, and to, specifically to where we are now as compared to where we were, uh, where we were in March. Uh, it feels differently um, in terms of getting through the summer and, and, and having our student athletes have some level of participa participation in their sport and then getting into the fall practices or, you know, as we call it in football now, fall ball instead of spring ball and so on and so forth um, certainly hasn't come without challenges. But what we're, we're about to the end of the fall season and, and I, we feel pretty fortunate here at Weber State that we've had the opportunity to allow our, our student athletes to continue to participate, participate, albeit, um, again, it's come with it, uh, a certain amount of challenges, but uh, our administration here has been phenomenal. The coaches and the student athletes have um, continued to just push forward and, and be able to, to pivot and bob and weave with whatever challenges that we're putting in front of them. So, um, and, then we have our schedules that have just come out for the spring and that gives everybody a little bit of life to be able to see, see that what they've been doing in terms of preparation is um, now on paper that they can see that there's going to be some games. They're going to be competing against outside competition. And you can, you can feel that's given us a little bit of a lift just, just in the department, the coaches, student athletes. So yeah, we're, we're doing pretty good. I would think, Tim, that the biggest challenge of all the challenges is the fluidity of the situation, because what sounds good and might work on a Wednesday won't work on a Thursday. It's just uh, everything changes on a day-to-day -day basis. Well, I think that pretty much sums up the last six, seven months, right, Steve? Uh, I think everybody has had to deal with that particular challenge. And I heard somebody say, Oh, I don't know. It's been four or five months ago. It's kind of like trying to fly an airplane while you're while you're building it, and it, it has felt like that. But again, I think we've handled it pretty well. I think a lot of people have have, have handled it really well, and our, our student athletes have handled it well. And so, but yes, that that has been um, one thing that's made it really difficult. Well, you mentioned the uh, the fall seasons. We were able to get through a lot of fall practices with uh, most of the teams, uh, including football, got through its its fall practice. Um, what have you learned as you've implemented all the you know guidelines and things and so forth, uh, just to prepare for games, the testing, all those things? What have you learned uh, throughout that fall process now as you prepare for uh, for things starting here soon? Well, there's a lot to unpack with that question. I mean, what have we learned? You know, I think in, in, in going back to what Steve just said, it, it's, uh, it's more than anything. It's just we've learned how to persevere and, not, and deal with being frustrated and not having answers, but still be able to try and move forward. And I think that's probably the biggest takeaway. 
you know, as far as is that's concerned, uh, you know, the, the big sky announced the football schedule uh, earlier this week. And uh, you talk about uh, setting sights and setting goals. Uh, I'm sure that really gave the coaching staff and the players really a, a chance that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and something to really look forward to that's on a calendar. Absolutely. It feels more tangible. And, and they've been practicing and, and training and preparing through the summer and through the fall. And certainly they're used to playing in the fall. And, and then it's been up in the air of when the schedule is going to come out, what's it going to look like. A lot of work has gone into that um, from the presidents on down in our conference. And so it's, it's, they, they are excited. Like I mentioned, it's, it's given the coaches and the student athletes a lift um, to be able to actually see um, you know, what that, who they're going to play, when they're going to play. And so, yeah, that's, that's great news. From that standpoint, uh, obviously a lot of work being put into putting the schedule together, but I thought the conference did a, a great job setting it up three weeks and a bye, three weeks and a bye. So you do have that built in off week, just in case a game might get postponed, you have a spot to put it. Absolutely. The commissioner, you know, the big sky commissioner and his staff, and the athletic directors and the presidents and, and it's everyone. I know I'm, I'm missing someone, the FARs. It's been a, a lot of effort put into landing or arriving at the place we are now. And ultimately the conference did do a nice job of putting those, those schedules together. Because it's not just football, as you well know. Mm -hmm. We're going to be playing all of our sports in the spring except for basketball. And there are some logistical challenges with that. And, and they've done a, a phenomenal job of making sure that we we can put those events on at each institution. Yeah, you mentioned that the other schedules, uh, soccer and volleyball schedules uh, for the conference are now out as well. And yeah, the spring will be will be pretty wild with lots of games and lots of different days and uh, throwing football in there too, which we've never had, of course, in the spring. So uh, it's going to be a wild spring. That's for sure. Well, certainly unlike anything we've ever we've ever experienced. I mean, you start with well, with all the sports, but in particular football, we've never played two seasons in the same calendar year. We've never had um, all of those sports and events on multiple, you know, multiple events on the same day. And it'll be a challenge for us internally as a staff. However, I, I know that we've got a good plan in place and, and our, our staff is up to, up to the task and, and are excited about being able to provide student athletes uh, with the opportunity to compete. Of course, uh, uh, if all goes well, as according to plan, basketball will start here at the end of the month. I know fans are excited about that, but their biggest question is, will they be allowed to come and watch the Wildcats play? You know, that's, there's, a, there's, um, there's challenges there, too, as we all know, with everything that's going on in the country within our own state. And so that's, that's something that we're constantly working on, you know, on a daily basis. And what's happening today could be different, you know, in a week from now. And that's something that we certainly have learned to, to, to overcome. And you know, at some point during the basketball season, our, we anticipate that we'll, we will have fans at the D event center. I can't unequivocally tell you when that will be right now, but like I said, it's, it's a moving target, but we're just excited that our, our basketball programs are moving in the direction of competing and having a season right now. And they've, they've been practicing and, and, and that's been really good for them. The, uh, the current plan, though, uh, is that there won't be any fans in, until at least uh, January 1st. Is that correct? As we sit here right now. 
Correct. And we, we, we have a few non-conference teams and, and our hope is that once we get into January, we'll, we'll, we will be reevaluating that as we go along. Um, but that's our hope. You know, it's not the uh, optimal thing to, to see, but with the current situation, it's interesting how the basketball schedule was set up. The fact that uh, uh, when you play a school, with the exception of Southern Utah and Idaho State, you'll either play both games at their place or both games at, at the D event center to cut down uh, on traveling. Is that more of a, a health decision or is it a financial decision or both? Well, I, I think that it, it, it it starts out with, you know, how can we mitigate their travel and their exposure, you know, to COVID-19 while they travel? And, and, and an, an ancillary benefit that of, of that is financial. You're taking one leg of that weekend off of the docket, off of their travel. So that does save some money, but really it's mainly focused on the health of the student athletes and, and providing an environment or a schedule that will allow them hopefully to continue to compete. You know, you mentioned, and Steve asked about the, the financial impact. It's, it's gotta be so hard, but how do you quantify what the financial impact is? You've seen this all over the country of different schools and things, but uh, is, that, is that possible to kind of even decide or understand what the ramifications of all this are financially? Well, certainly there are parts of it that you can quantify and that we have quantified. Um, but that, again, that changes. And, and some of them, some of the consequences are, are, are uh, you know, you can't foresee. Um, you, you can, you know, make an educated guess at it. But again, some of them we have quantified it, but they are what they are. So, but I, I don't think anybody's been immune to that across the country. It, it's a challenge that all of us have faced and each institution is in a different place. And again, I've said this from day one, that our institution and the leadership from our president to our vice president and on down and, uh, is allowed us to continue to do what we're doing right now, not furlough our coaches or, or cut sports or lose scholarships. And I give them full credit for that because not every institution's in that same boat. You know, an interesting part of the basketball schedules to, uh, again, uh, alleviate uh, a night stay at a hotel, hopefully, and, and get the kids back on campus sooner is that when the team does travel, all the Saturday basketball games, they're hoping anyway, uh, to get those started early in the afternoon so they can catch those uh, uh, always hard to, to grab uh, evening flights back home. Yeah, and, and to your earlier question, Steve, that, that's, that speaks to both those things. There's a financial benefit to that but mainly it's just one last night in a hotel get them back and uh, just mitigate the the the, the travel in, in the amount of time that they're gone so uh, they'll they'll undoubtedly will be in you know, situations where a team maybe can't get out um and but the conference has there, there's waivers and there there are things that we can mm -hmm. do to fix that it's been a, uh, a season that we've never seen before with this many game, days without a, an event, but boy, it's exciting to know that just around the corner, we're going to have athletics and, and uh, yeah, it's unfortunate that at first we won't start out with fans, but it's got to be exciting to know that the games are coming. Yeah. We're, we're, I can't tell you how excited we are to have the cross country meet and have our, our boys competing. And I know they're excited and, and, and let's not forget, the cross country and the men's cross country team that's competing tomorrow 
is really good and might be one of our better cross country teams that we've had in quite yeah. some time. So uh, to get them out there and compete against someone else that that's, it's hard to, to, to quantify how that, how that plays out for our student athletes. I just can tell you that it definitely puts a, a pep in their step. For sure. Speaking of the student athletes, uh, I don't know if everybody got a chance to see this uh, earlier in the week, uh, but uh, uh, tip of the hat, and I know you've got to be proud for the uh, efforts put forth by all the teams in, in uh, on election day, whether it's setting up or, or, or helping people out, uh, uh, getting them to the ballot box. Absolutely, you know, internally we have some some you know some staff members, Will Primore headed up. Um, you know, what that election day was going to look like and, and did some really great things with our student athletes leading up to that and, and then preparing, you know, that day. So we had a lot of our student athletes out at the polls and the coaches. We had some great, um, uh, you know, community um, support from our coaches being at the polls, setting up the day before, being there on the, on the day of election. I was really proud of how our student athletes, our coaches and our staff went about you know, trying to get our student athletes in a place where they vote and, and, and their voice is heard. And you approve that message. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us again for this edition of, of Ask the AD. We'll look forward to talking next month. We'll talk about games that have happened in the past, which will be exciting. And then that'll be good. And this is a good time to remind everyone that uh, even though, you know, games won't be open to fans, at least at, at the start, that games will still be, of course, on Pluto TV. We have a new channel now for Weber State. Pluto TV 1004 is our new channel, but all Big Sky road games and all, all home games uh, will be available on Pluto TV. And you can listen to Steve Klauke on the new radio home of the Wildcats on 103.1 FM, The Wave. Steve Klauke's voice in FM stereo. That'll be good. <laughs> Right. Well, I appreciate your guys' time and have a great day and go cats. Well, thank you. Yeah, everybody, thanks for joining us. And uh, Steve, looking forward to games too coming up soon. And uh, as as Tim mentioned, go Wildcats.